Hi, this is Annie from the Smithsonian American Art Museum's Loose Foundation Center. Since 2011, we've hosted Loose Unplugged, a free monthly concert series that celebrates the work of local musicians. Now we are partnering with Hometown Sounds to bring you tracks from DC artists we love. For more on Loose Unplugged, visit americanart.si.edu slash loose slash unplugged. There you'll find a complete list of Loose Unplugged artists, videos of past performances, and artist interviews on our blog, iLevel. We look forward to welcoming you back to the museum once it's safe to hold concerts again. Until then, stay well, stay in touch, and enjoy these tunes from our neighbors in the DMV. Hey, yo, what up? It's Night Train 357, and this is the Loose Listening... What? 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 Oh, Lord. This is Herman Simone Jackson. But for short, you can call me Harmony Moan, and I am your number one player hater. And I'm interrupting this Bama Night Train 357 and these Bamas on the... Uh, what, what do you call it? It's called the Loose Listening Party from Hometown Sounds, man. Calm it down. Oh, Lord. Sound like a bunch of Bamas from the DMV. I can't stand it. Hate, hate, hate. Get out of here. Get, get, get out of here. Sorry about that, guys. Go ahead, do your little dance. Go ahead, make a little play and go ahead, take a little chance. I should slap like the five fingers set to the face. I need five figures a day. Hey, yeah, I'm black. If I said I'm nine minutes away, I'm 45 minutes away. But I'm never late to the paper, no. Am I going to break the bank for show? Y'all going demon my shit up three times. I'll be going to say MO. Party in Cali like one of the Lakers. Smash it and block her like Anthony Davis. Turn it with anyone like they my neighbor. If God made us human and how we got races, I keep a rotation of girls in they prime. Some of them short and some Amazon. She is an eight and her buddy's a nine. Franklin D. Roosevelt, I'm on these dimes. They know my head cut, I'm jumping the line. Excuse me. Now I got the club going hazardous. Killed it and brought it right back like Lazarus. Money so old, had to count on the advocate. Shit. Go ahead and do your little dance. Go ahead and do your little dance. Yeah, yeah. I need that P. Diddy money. All I do is make the bands. We going up, 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 yeah. 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 Hey, go ahead do your little dance. Go ahead do your little dance. Woo! Go ahead do your little dance. Go ahead do your little dance. We going up, 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 yeah. 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 Hey, go ahead do your little dance. Go ahead do your little dance. Woo! Go ahead make a little play. Go ahead, take a little chance. Yeah. Make a play, make a play. Yeah. Do that shit like every day. Huh? Uzi said, don't be late. Then do your dance with the cake. Yeah. Most of the stack though in your safe. Yeah, keep it cranking to the gates. Your bae gave me face. MVP first place. She choked because I never chased. Yeah, before she ate me, said her grace. Huh. Hoagie with extra mayonnaise. She wanted, we cut up no band aid. Yeah. yeah, leave it leaking. She said, eat it, eat it. Yeah, didn't think I'd get loose this evening. Juicy juice, juice. Call a triple fat goose. Shorty the truth. Yeah. This shit you ain't used to. This shit awfully crucial. Truly a boost. Yeah, moving different. Cranking Ethan, yeah, that's super vicious. Yeah, we souffling while you doing dishes. Yeah, asking what we do, we doing business. Yeah, this shit be busting. Yeah, they just be sussing. Yeah, they got me fucked up. Yeah, ain't no discussion. You see how we bubbling? We lick out this bitch going up, up. Yeah, we going up, up, up. Yeah, we going up, up, up. Yeah, we going up, up, up. Hey, welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Tony Pareco. I'm Paul Vodra, and this is the Loose Listening Party, the partnership between Hometown Sounds, that's us, and the Loose Foundation Center in the Smithsonian American Art Museum. While their Loose Unplugged live music series is on pause, we have stepped in to fill the gap with this monthly series featuring songs and chats with some of the DMV musicians that we'd love to feature in that incredible art-filled space. And for this month, we are excited to introduce you to rapper, designer, martial arts expert, and super nerd, the Whammy Award-winning Night Train 357. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. I'm awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm not an expert. Don't ever let my instructor know that or he will make me do burpees. 
<laughs> so the first song that we heard on this podcast was a song called Up Up by Crank Lucas featuring Ethan Spaulding. Uh, tell us about Crank Lucas. The song is called Up Up. And a shout out to Crank Lucas and especially shout out to Ethan Spaulding because he's a really good friend of mine. Um, uh, Crank is, uh, I don't know if you guys... You know, you guys see comedians online and they do like, you know, funny memes or this kind of, uh, you know, what Kanye West would say or what a rapper would say in these situations, blah, blah, blah. And Crank is one of those guys. And he does this really cool, like, you know, um, shtick where he does like, you know, what hip hop sounded like in the 80s. And he'll be on the mic rapping like in the 80s. Hey, my name is Crank and I'm the man and da, 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 da in my hand. And then he'll go to 90s and it'll be like, you know, some, I don't know, Tupac or Biggie Smalls. And and he'll do it. You know, he does all these different things. And uh, and I had no idea who was from here. I was rolling, laughing at some of his his stuff. I mean, he's kind of innovative. I mean, he's a man rather than just being here to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He got. He has a lot of humor to it. And so, Ethan Spaulding, man, that guy. Uh, I had to give him a plug, and also just I really love his music. Um, if you ever see a guy with a like a like a tall white guy with a man bun and a panda that walks around with him all the time, a that's panda, Ethan's, a panda, because black and white come together to form the panda, and he has a a, a brand of music called trap rock which is literally trap music with rock and so there's live instrumentation when he gets up on stage and it's him the panda and a live band doing songs like what you just heard we're going up 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 and i mean i have never i mean he's filled the fillmore you know i've known known him for years super talented guy um granted me the pleasure of opening for him a few times um i can't say enough good things about him and and when he got with crank i was just like this is a small world. And Crank Lucas is actually Joyner Lucas's brother. And Joyner Lucas is, uh, you know, did that song with Will Smith. Crank Lucas produced it. So, you know, shout out to Crank because, yeah, local DMV sounds getting love from uh, the dope cat from Philly. The Fresh Prince. Yeah, that's fantastic. So Night Train 357, can you introduce the audience to yourself? Give us some of your background. Explain, of course, your moniker, where that comes from, all your all your good history. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, I'm Night Train 357. I'm the cure for the common cool. My uh, name, Night Train, comes from my father. He was a CB radio enthusiast. Uh, he died about 19 years ago. Um, but when he passed away, I decided to use the Night Train 357 name to pay homage to him, which is really kind of cool because I, since then I've won Toot Toot My Own Horn. I've won a whammy for Best Rap Album. And so what's really special about that is that it's my dad's name. So my dad's name is in DMV history. You know, I was hanging out with my uncle not too long ago, and he's just like, I'm so proud of you. I'm sure he would be proud of you, and it makes me feel good. And um, I'm just a rap nerd. That's all, you know. Uh, he played bass guitar and was also an artist, and uh, he was a ar- architectural design. He actually worked on, um, in the 90s, he worked on the uh, most recent ring of the wing of the BWI Thurgood Marshall um, Airport in Baltimore. And then, uh, you know, he got sick, you know, passed away. Don't want to stress that. But, um, yeah, I miss him a lot. Um, I love my mom. Hi, mom. I need to say hi, mom, because <laughs> <laughs> I love my mommy, too. I love my grandma. I love everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and I just lived here my whole life. Uh, you know, I am uh, originally from Prince George's County, and a lot of my music is, when I say cure for the common cool, a lot of my music is not like the whole I'm not super thugged out kind of guy. Like I need to be real with myself and, you know, hip hop, you know, my mom would say, well, I don't like hip hop music because it sounds all the same. I'm like, no, it really doesn't. It, there, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of levels to it and the kind of things that you rap about. And so I figured I would stay in my lane and rap about things that I knew, whether they were personal experiences or, you know, when you do the braggadocious rap, you'd exaggerate, but you exaggerate with things that you and your friends would get. Like I basically make music for my friends. All my friends watch Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Yeah, I'm gonna make Beast Wars. I mean, you should see you should see my room. It's like a Unicron in the corner and like giant Transformers everywhere. By the way, I'm coming out with an album called Mike's of Cybertron soon, so watch out. Um, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. So, tell us about tell us about your friend. I mean, is he your friend? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who? What? What guy? 
We heard of it. We heard of during the show intro. Oh, that guy. Oh man. Okay. So there's this 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 guy. He is a player hater, and apparently his whole job is to hate on you. The whole idea of this player hater character guy, I don't know, is Hermione Moan, Herman Jackson, or Herman Simone Jackson. This guy will interrupt my Instagram to hate on people randomly. And apparently his whole thing is if your life is doing great, it's okay to hate. And so he'll just hate. He'll If you're doing well, especially in the DMV, he's hated on so many DMVers. He's hated on Ethan. He's hated on DJ Miss Her, which just had a, a spot on Sway's um, uh, uh, Shady 4 or 5 on Sirius Radio. He's hated on Cecily several times. and Who could hate on Cecily? That seems very inappropriate. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That is very inappropriate. But apparently his whole moniker is you haven't made it until you have somebody hitting the dislike button on your YouTube. <laughs> they put that button there for a reason you know you know it's crazy because every time somebody every time you know i will have like you know 100 people like a post that i put and that dislike button i'll be obsessed with that one person I'm like damn how could you not like you went out of your way it's one thing to say eh, i'll pass it's another thing to go out of your way to say this sucks i hate it <laughs> Something that's that's curious is that YouTube has thumbs down. About a month ago, I saw some business on Twitter that they were going to begin experimenting with dislikes. Uh, my only response was, uh, I dislike the idea of dislikes. Yeah, be positive. Just keep keep it positive. Right, right. There's enough negativity in the world. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to that later. Always punch up, never down. Oh, oh, all uppercuts, all uppercuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So the the nerd rap is is its own genre, and it seems like you have come to this genre not to um, not to freeload on it, but that that you truly you know when you want to rap about stuff, and this is this kind of stuff you want to rap about. It's just what happens. But but what can you tell everybody about like kind of the nerd rap genre in general? Is it always joke? Is there always a punchline? I like punchlines. There's not always a punchline. Nerd rap is just one avenue. It's kind of like, you know, when people think nerd raps for the people in the nerd rap community, they might think like Megan Rand or Word Burglar or, you know, these really sub sub genre people who do like like I heard an entire rap song about the the show Amazon by Robert Kirkman, Invincible, which was really good. Whole songs about video games, Metal Gear and Final Fantasy. But then there are the more, I don't want to say mainstream, underground to mainstream rappers who who who, who use references and you go, ha ha, like Captain America, ha ha, I get that. Because air quotes, nerd rap is really part of nerd rap has now become a little mainstream with the way Marvel and the DC universe and, and movies and so on and so forth. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like there are certain songs that I do where I intentionally get into the the, the nitty gritty of it. And if you don't get it, then you just don't get it. And then there's some stuff on the top on the surface where it's like, you might understand like my grandma knows who Superman is. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a Superman sample in one of my songs to that point. So, so some of my, some of my favorite influences, you know, big daddy Kane was the first person to say, you know, I transform like a Decepticon, but I'm not animated like a cartoon. So, you know, it, it it's always kind of been there as a, as a reference point. And it's also kind of that point of the braggadocious rap. So there's nerd rap. Yes. I, I just don't talk. Put it this way. No drug rap. I don't sell drugs. I don't take many drugs. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save the money for the Transformers. That's my drug of choice. Yeah. Plastic crack. <laughs> You're. A graphic designer by day. Yes. What's the weirdest, crazy, or most memorable graphic design task you've ever been assigned? That is 15 years of experience there. I don't know. That's a good... <laughs> the weirdest? I mean, like, is there one just bananas thing? You know, like when you think, oh, that was just the weirdest thing I've ever had to do. It wasn't a good thing, but I can tell you the one of the weirdest, I guess. That'll do. 
actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there are a couple of weird ones out there. Uh, one of my weirdest ones, I was asked to fake uh, papers that said a person was clean of an STD. <laughs> I did turn that job down. I said, I'm not doing that. Oh, ooh, ooh, I got an even better one than this one. Ah, the weirdest one I got. There is an energy drink out there. And it is a pink drink. And it is sponsored by strippers. And it is called Sum, S-U-M, Pussy, P-O-O-S-I-E, with the cat. (laughs) And a person, a friend of mine was a spokesperson for this energy drink. And he created, you know, like little cocktails we know you mix red bull with vodka so you could you could take little cocktails with it mm-hmm. i i did have a swig of it once it was the best pussy i've ever tasted <laughs> and uh and and he asked me to do a vehicle wrap what's a vehicle wrap it's when you wrap your entire car and graphics oh okay got it with like a with a quaker oats or something <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Quaker Roads, uh, you know, local radio station, any of that stuff. And he said, okay, well, or, you know, you know, like when the when the campaign buses, you know, or the, the tour buses have like big graphics in the picture. So I had to do this for his, his um, I think it was a Chrysler or, Ma- or Dodge Magnum, some big mid-sized vehicle. And I did the graphics. He paid me very well. I got the high-res images from him, you know, because it's hard getting, you know, high resolution and stuff. And it looked very nice for a vehicle wrap, but... The bottles were covered, were were sponsored or covered by porn stars. And it was just porn everywhere. And I was like, okay, well, that's what you want. That's what you, and he rode around with it. And everybody had his big pink car with all of these graphics he had on it. And it looked great. You know, can't put it in my portfolio. (laughs) You got to curate that portfolio very carefully for the clients. (laughs) Do you have any goals for integrating your music, the hip hop music, with any of your beloved nerd franchises, do you do you want to get a song into a DC show or video game or Transformers thing or anything like that? My ultimate dream, one of well, my ultimate dream includes Holly Berry, but my other alternate dream, ultimate dream. Is to have uh, is to have something. Give me anything. Put me in a soundtrack for something related to Transformers. I am the biggest fan. There are definitely high moments in Transformers. There's some low moments. Um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about the first what five films. Uh, I was not a fan of them, but a Bumblebee movie was great. And I'm always kind of nudging the Transformer community, especially on Instagram, because they always I take pictures of some of my toys or some new purchase that I got. And I get all this love from like Germany and and, and, and all around all across the globe, I've created a, a playlist of Transformer only music. And then every like 60 something people followed it within a couple of weeks. So there's a part of me that says, hey, Hasbro, hit me up. I, I can do a whole soundtrack. I know all the references. I can go G1. I can go Armada. I can go, I mean, I can go in it. I'm talking like a fistful of Energon. I can do it. So that would be my favorite. You know the product, in and out You're ready for this gig. In and out Oh, man, I was born for it. I mean, it's, all my, it's my mother's fault. It's my mother's fault because she told me, she said, she said uh, her whole thing was, if you're going to get the good guy, you need a bad guy because who's the good guy going to fight? And so you couldn't have all four turtles without Shredder. You couldn't have Megatron without Optimus. It, they, it, so it just blew up. It was like, well, you, you kind of have a little bit of a, a, what is it called? OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder or something. Basically, I'm like, well, I have five guys over here. I need five guys over there and six guys, six guys there. And then before you know it, my wife is saying that we need to move because we don't have any more room for Transformers because she knows I'm never going to stop buying Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that ring's already on the finger. It's already happened. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ask 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 for um ask for forgiveness, not for permission. That ex- excellent. Um this may be too big a question, but why Transformers? When I was a kid, like I said, my mother really introduced me to them. The the gimmick was Transformers was the 
it was a puzzle aspect as a kid. It was like, man, you get two mm-hmm. cards. Like, I don't yeah, you know, you, you know, you get G.I. Joe, you get a little doll or whatever. That's what it is, a doll. It's an action figure. And they rebranded it for adults. <laughs> I mean, for, for, for boys. But, um, you know, you had He-Man and you had He-Man, but then you had to have Cringer because what was He-Man going to ride into battle just on his roller skates? But with Transformers, you had two in one. You had a, a car and a soldier. And they could interchange. That was pretty cool. So that was the gimmick. What kept me was the story as a kid. Like Optimus Prime was a father. He's, I know it's kind of cliche, but he's not my favorite character. He's like my childhood hero. He was a father figure. Shout out to Peter Cullen. And so, like, obviously I was in tears. I'm aging myself right now. But I was crying like a baby because I practically was a baby when, um, when, he, when he, spoiler alert, died in the 80s movie. Yeah, that, that traumatized me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good job there, Hadro. My, I told my wife the story, and she said that um, if she ever goes to TFCon or one of the comic, one of the uh, Transformer conventions, because they're out there, and he, she meets the writer of Transformers the movie. Um, she plans to punch him in the throat uh, because <laughs> I got her into it too, and she was like, "Oh, they killed all the cool robots and replaced them with dorks." Like I was like, "Well, you know." Welcome to my world. <laughs> it was quite a bold move at that at the time. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know what what they were thinking, but you know what? Um, they they were like, "Oh, kids need to grow up." Really, really, really. I was like, I don't know, like four or five. I can't remember how old I was. Because I was a kid. Come on, get out of here. But you know what? I bought a lot of toys, and uh, they really look cool. And uh, again, certain series really really good certain series that's just the way it is really quick and then we can get to a song please are you guys familiar with uh, craig robinson from um the office black guy from the office yeah yep and hot tub time machine right yeah hot tub time machine exactly hot tub time machine so uh he was in town at dc improv which is a famous comedy club and uh, we were going to see him and we were just before we were going to go to tfcon to see to go to the, the transformer convention and uh, he does this whole shtick where he's like, um, he starts uh, playing on the piano because this whole thing is he plays the piano and he does take your panties off. And and he does this whole thing about Eye of the Tiger. And I know every word of Eye of the Tiger because I'm a Rocky nut. Side note, Rocky Four was composed by Vince DiCola, who also composed Transformers the movie. But he's playing Eye of the Tiger. And I know every word. They give me the microphone because I'm near the front. And he says, give that guy the mic. <laughs> and I started singing it. And they said, and then after it was over, everyone applauded. He says, what's your name? I said, I'm Steve. But my rap name is Night Train 357. I'm a local DMV artist. He says, Night Train? Oh, we got to get you up on stage. He pulls me up on stage. And uh, we start rapping to the crowd. And I'm freestyling with Craig Robinson. And he's pl- on the piano. He's playing ambition as a writer by Tupac Shakur, but he's done, 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 and he's playing it. And I'm on the mic freestyling for 15 minutes. And while we're doing it, I'm talking about of all things, transformer hose. Cause my wife is worried that I'm going to leave her for a transformer. Hose. She's like, <laughs> I got to come to the convention. Cause you might connect with one of those transformer hose. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I started saying that, shtick up on stage and then craig starts singing transformer hose and he starts singing it with me weirdest thing in the world right after i got off stage the guys who were sitting right in front front of me i'm just going to call them brad and karen so you could get a a vision of who they are the brad looks at me i don't know their names i just call them brad brad looks at me and goes tell me that was all staged you you know Craig Robinson. You guys are really friends, aren't you? Because we flowed so easy. I was like, buddy, all black people don't know each other. We just we just met. It was <laughs> it was hilarious. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, and at, at the time when that happened, I was promoting Ronin Train Grays, which is about us getting older, bringing the band back. Which is me and my cousin Tyrone, which is featured on the next track. See what I did there? Excellent segue. Nicely done. This song's called Turn It Up. Okay. Uh, uh, I formation. 
action. <sighs> man, come on, man. I'm home. Alone, text wrong. What up? I don't know what's going on. Ain't shit, just got off my shift, about to run to the crib and change real quick. What a coincidence, me too. I was chillin' playing Madden, ain't really got nothing to do. Hmm. You try and get a drink then? Why not? It is the weekend and I was thinking maybe we can do it like we did way back when. Oh shit. Okay. Um, hey. Get some hen dogs, uh. hit our spot in the cut by the strip mall. Sip on the fifth dog, hit up the strip ball. Caught up in the vapors like we listened in the biz mall. The little shorty with the two friends. Uh, oh, Call yeah. up, uh, what's the name? Yeah, um. yeah, cold blooded. Mm. I'm gonna hit him with the Rick James. Man, I'm tripping. About uh, to go the distance. Shit. What the hell is that? Uh, hot pockets in the kitchen. Cool shit, but what's the alibi? Whose car broke down? Who died? Can't tell the truth to my wife. Wanna nah, turn nah, up nah, if nah, I turn nah. up? Yo, 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 fuck that dude, go and dance. I tell the truth cause I'm a grown ass man. Give a notice with no advance. You tell your wife that? Not a chance. We gon' turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife. Don't tell the wife. We gon' turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife, you might lose your life We gon' turn it up, turn it up, turn it up tonight Don't tell the wife, don't tell the wife Yo, we gonna turn it up, turn it up, turn it up tonight Don't tell the wife, you might lose your life Feels good, be out the house, first rounds on me What you thinking about? Hmm, I'm thinking gin I'm thinking rum, I'm thinking the night has just begun I'm down, then let's get two beers right now And then shots all around Shots all around? Yeah, shots all around Shots all around? Shots, shots all around Yo, let the cash flow, look at that ass though She got it locked from the front to the back though Feeling good even if the music whack though Beat sitting on the couch eating nachos I got a buzz, real quick don't let me forget I need to get some shit Like, like what? Milk, eggs, wheat, bread, laundry, soap and some more coffee Man, I don't want to hear that, son But it doesn't mind me I gotta make a tampon run You a grown-ass man making a tampon run? Man, you gotta make compromises Let's have fun Okay, bartender mm. Give me something strong Yo, 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 yo But Ron, I'm down to turn it up But how we getting home? Man, fuck that Where the DJ? Dude with the iPad Where the girls at? They on iChat well, I chat. What does that mean, son? I don't know. I got a motherfucking Samsung. I call up some girls. I don't know none. Except my wife, of course. Well, we're here. Let's get some, damn it. But we might get divorced. Oh, shit. We gonna turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife. Don't tell the wife. We gonna turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife. You might lose your life. We gon' turn it up, turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife, don't tell the wife, yo. We gonna turn it up, turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife, you might lose your life. I'm down for the turn up, but that lady over there, she knows my wife. You talking about that waitress by the bar? Do you think she's a spy? And my wife keeps texting me, questioning. Yo, this chick's gonna blow my high Plus, it's like 9.45 I got work in the morning Alarm clock goes off at 5 Well, that's it What a nightmare It was, yeah, what, 10 o'clock We gonna turn it up Man, we getting old Yeah Nah, you getting old Yeah, that that song that was on the radio. Yeah, that... What's your, uh, turn it up, John? No, that. Oh, our stuff. No, no. no. Nah. Yeah, we, we gonna are... turn it up. Oh, oh man, I don't. What do we used to do back in the day? I don't know, but I know you need to hear me get them tampons. Uh, yeah. Sport, we gonna sport. turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife. Don't tell the wife. We gonna turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife. You might lose your life. We gonna turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. 
Don't tell the wife. Don't tell the wife. Yo, we gonna turn it up. Turn it up, turn it up tonight. Don't tell the wife. You might lose your life. We gonna turn it up. That was Turn It Up, a track from Night Train 357 and Roan. Night Train 357, on that song, we heard about Hot Pockets in the Kitchen. What's your favorite Hot Pocket flavor? And tell me about your relationship with Hot Pockets. Pizza, Tony. All pizza. And the breakfast ones, which are terrible for you and high in sodium. My relation with them since I wrote that song has changed because my nutritionist can't have no more Hot Pockets. And you got to have a good Hot Pocket because here's the problem with Hot Pockets are. The problem is with Hot Pockets, though, is um, it's always really hot on the outside and super cold on the inside. What is going on? Yeah, I have no clue. I have no clue. We wrote that. Uh, shout out to Roan, um, my wonderful cousin. Uh, he actually is moving uh, from the DMV. Uh, he started a food truck business, catering business. The man can burn. You have not lived until you've had his Pepsi glazed ribs. Whoa. Yeah, he found a way he found a way to boil the syrup in Pepsi down and <laughs> uh, slow cook it over ribs. It is amazing. And he has a new um, food truck business called Ty's Golden Hog. We just did a show like the last show um, for a long time with Turn It Up and people lost their minds because our friends really like that song. And so it's really unreal to be an MC and, and to just point the mic to the crowd and let them finish the rest of the, the song. It is unbelievable. And shout out to um, Blackheart, Marcus Blackheart Colbert. He, he produced that track for the Grays album, which was whammy nominated in 2018. You recently appeared on local news channel WUSA 9 on a segment called the DMV Soundcheck, a segment where cheery broadcaster Mark Clark chats with area musicians. First, I want to say that we we are being treated to a much more fun version of Night Train 357 than the much more vanilla one that appeared on that segment. <laughs> You got to be vanilla, man. Come on. I mean, you got to appeal. My grandma was watching that. So it was a fun segment. But I wanted to ask, did you ever think you'd be on local news? Yes. Yes, I did. Because I was on local news uh, when I was, uh, I think, eight or something. Really? I was on. I've been on TV. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, There was a back to school. You remember Channel 8 News. It was a it was a the back to school segment at D.C. Armory. And uh, I didn't want to go back to school, but my 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 uh, wonderful first cousin, my cousin Juanita, had taken me and my second cousin Philip, which is like a not only my cousin but like one of my best friends, and uh, we we went out and, and with with his sister and we the three of us were in this back to school extravaganza. And no kid wants to go back to school. It's like <laughs> and this woman walks up to my cousin and says, "Are you excited about going back to school?" And my cousin said the truth. Philip said, "No, I'm not going to school." And I kind of covered for him and I said, actually, what my cousin is trying to say is that we're not ready for the challenges. Because I, I guess I was running for Congress or something. I don't know. But then the, but then the, 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 the lady, she says she looks at her guy who had a camera and said, OK, mm. we got one. Let's let's roll. Mm. Let's get and start rolling. Didn't get me to sign anything. Nothing. I was just on the news. And um, and they got my name wrong because it was Stephen with a V. I'm, I'm P.H. Darn it. And my father called in for the evening news and had it changed. And we recorded it someplace on VHS somewhere with my big head. All right. Should we do another song? Let's. All right. Next up is a song by New Choice. All right. Just hold on. Hold on. Oh, my baby, oh, girl, you're driving me crazy. 
That song was called Just Hold On, a 2019 single by New Choice, and that is N-U-C-H-O-Y-C-E, in case you want to type that into a search engine and make friends with New Choice. Tell us about this amazing musician. New Choice is a near-dear friend of mine. He is a uh, amazing, one of the best singers I've ever met in my entire life. The first time I met him i was through a cousin or one of my cousins actually the one of the two cousins that uh that i mentioned a minute ago on the channel 8 news thing and um, we were going to a club and i heard him sing and i was like people in real life sing like this and um not to mention that he is an incredible dancer he does hand dancing which is a um like swing it's like swing dance like chicago swing uh but he's rebranding it as dc swing because that's more familiar to people because when people think hand dancing, they think you're just waving your hands around. But um, DC hand dancing is a big, big thing. And a lot of my family are into it. And he taught a lot of them. I can't teach me. I got two left feet. But um, uh, he, he is also uh, a, uh, he's a, he's a great teacher uh, for, for dance. Um, he definitely had to pivot during the pandemic because uh, like a lot of us, you know, you had to do a lot of things virtually and da 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 da. But, um, I mean, I got so many wonderful memories and adventures with Choice. He's the only R&B cat I've seen that not only great vocally, but also commands the crowd. And so he will give a call and response to a crowd like an MC because there's a little MC in him. But he's, he's an absolutely phenomenal. And that song was whammy nominated as well. And great live. Great live. And uh, and a lot of his, if you see, if you go to New Choice Music, I think he's mostly on Instagram, go to New Choice Music, you can see some of the video of some hand dance students from like Europe and Texas, like playing that song and dancing to it. It's really, really quite amazing. Steve, at this year's 2021 DC Music Summit, you gave a talk on expanding your brand called Exploring the Creative Process Beyond the Music. What's one piece of less? What's one piece of lesson? One piece what's of lesson. one lesson or piece of advice from this talk you have to share with listeners? Um, spreadsheets, 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 and organization. Stay organized. Like everybody wants to do everything, and when it comes to being an artist, you got your artistic side of your brain. I forget if it's left or right, and you've got your your, your calculative. You know, like I've got to think about this process. I deal with a lot of friends who say, you know, it'll be cool if and it ends there. It's like you're hanging out, you're getting a couple drinks and you just come up with the best ideas. You're like, hey, yo, hey, yo, Tony, you know, it'd be cool if we did. 
if, if we if we open up a pizza shop and we sold, and then you, you a week later you say, hey Tony, so what do you think about that pizza? What are you talking about, bro? I don't know what you're talking about. So a lot of it is like writing it down and being organized. And what people don't understand is that everything that I do is is organization. I can't speak to every artist out here, but I know me personally. I got a life. I got a nine to five. I got a wife. I got family. Uh, I got things that don't happen. So I can't drop everything and say, I'm going to do a rap show. There needs to be time to think about that. Even the DC, even the DMV soundtrack, that was like three months of me saying, hey, guys, I won an award. Can I be on TV? Like, you, you've got to be patient and you've got to be organized. And if you're not organized, then um, you won't be able to really handle the blessing when it comes. Steve, uh, you released a music video for the song Cosmic Cruise that features Cecily, and there's a sci-fi concept throughout. During the video, you and Cecily are riding in a spaceship. Yes. It looks like you're occupying a car. Were you in a car or some kind of vehicle for, for shooting these parts of the video? We were not. We were in a, um, we had, uh, me and the uh, videographer, Seamob, uh, we had um, constructed a frame of a cockpit out of wood in someone's garage wow <laughs> that's all that was that was a cockpit and it was green screen it was all green screens done it was shot on 4k camera and then uh the pandemic hit and i had a bunch of free time and so i rendered the whole thing myself and then i, I had cecily for all of like three hours or something like that and she's like a goddess and so I'm like freaking out. Like she got there, she's doing her own makeup. She's all straightened up. And I was like, I do not want to waste this queen's time. I call her the the queen of DMV soul. She, that is what she is. She is awesome. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, I've got practice. You know, I've got a, I've got somewhere to be at this time. I was like, we got to get this shit done now. <laughs> but we did it on a green screen and um, I got all the footage I needed. Uh, we shot all the pieces, and then over the uh, next year, I just put it all together on my free time. All right, should we do another song? Uh, let's do another song. Next up on the podcast is Allison Belonk. Okay.
That was a track called Friend Zone by Alison Blanc and Durand Bernard. Steve, tell us about the people behind that smooth, silky jam. When I first met Allison, it was at the Whammies, and Allison represents a turning point in my career as an independent artist. There are pockets in the DMV. There are pockets of, you know, different musicians and stuff like that. And I heard about independent award shows or certain levels of recognition on the radio, but I had never seen this explosion of creatives all in one spot like that. And when I met Allison, I had no idea she was fabulous. And it was just like an uh, open mic karaoke, not a, a kind of an open mic thing where people were just upstairs. It was a club called Decades. We're upstairs and they're just singing their hearts out. And I heard her bellow and I went, I want to be your friend. And um, I was like, this is amazing. And so then we started talking and um, we, we, we connected on a couple of things. And, uh, and when I heard Friend Zone, it blew me away. But then she made a remix of it because it was almost like a purpose. She was like, man, you know, I really have some energy with this song. And uh, Duran Bernard was work- doing a contest. And, you know, he's like, you know, he, he, he's he, Rich Mahogany. He's a pretty big deal. You know, he's, <laughs> you, know, uh, uh, you know, Ron Burgundy. But he's um, one step away from one of her biggest influences, which is Erica Badu. And so Duran reached out and dropped the vocals and she was like, I got to recut my vocals. And they came out with this and it became her biggest hit up to this point. Also nominated for a whammy. And I put her on here and, and choice and everybody, because I am celebrating my amazing creative music family. And I'm like, this is in ours. These people sound amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm blown away when I hear songs like what Allison put together. We certainly have a really amazing community, and I love seeing the linkages that you have people guesting on songs on your album. You end up guesting on other people, and we have had a lot of great people on the podcast. Um, we've had Artemis and Cecily on, and we it, it's just it's great to be able to, to dig into this community and see you all play shows together, and it really does feel like a big you know extended family. And, uh, that, you know, that's exactly what we want to celebrate in this, in this medium. All right. Are we ready for another song? Can I set this one up real quick? (laughs) Okay. So this one is a little deep. This one is called victim of the human condition. And it's actually, um, uh, featuring a violinist that goes by the name of Perry. She has a new song out as well called self free. And this one is about our interactions with each other on social media. It's about, you know, some of the darker impulses we have as people and how we're a victim of our own humanity because sometimes we block our own blessings. Let's get deep. All right, let's do it. Talks about the generation with rose-colored glasses But actually the way masses act are so redacted To avoid certain facts that obscure acts that may have happened in the past I see it all the time, don't know if I should cry or laugh But if I stop to reply, that's like wasting time and a half Too much hatred weighing harder on my patience Wishing one day I could change the rules of engagement But until that day comes, I must avoid you like the plague If not, the negativity is too much to invade Wish there was a better way But when you open yourself up too much It's too easy for someone to leave you in disarray I keep my circle smaller because really at this age I've learned who has my corner and who keeps up with my pace As for everybody else, there's only so much I can take If I dare try to engage, already know it's a mistake 
Our mission to live in harmony is undercut by our ambition. The victim of the human condition. You want success at someone else's expense. Will it change up your decision? The victim of the human condition. Are you truly alive or do you justify your suffering through existence? The victim of the human condition. The truth is in the foundation. Pay attention, listen to the definition. The victim of the human condition. If I say something in error, it's pretty much imperative to find a way to put my words and twist the fit your narrative. Sometimes you want to fight it, not to live with this embarrassment. They banter and they bicker as to challenge your intelligence. It all stems from arrogance. Ego is the evil that consumes us, divides us all and calls us all disparagement. I don't need your negativity i have my own demons and energy and attitude is really not helping it don't comment don't post don't troll lose your soul ain't nothing new to bitch about it's really getting old even complaining about it now seems a bit hypocritical but still i have to explain why i'm tired of it all everyone's a naysayer they used to give us layers shoot the schools and legislators now just give us thoughts and prayers all you want to do is shout a bit post share criticize just please keep me out of it Our mission to live in harmony is undercut by our ambition. The victim of the human condition. You want success at someone else's expense. Will it change up your decision? The victim of the human condition. Are you truly alive or do you justify your suffering through existence? The victim of the human condition. The truth is in the foundation. Pay attention, listen to the definition. The victim of the human condition. That was Victim of the Human Condition by Night Train 357, featuring Perry on the violins. Perry is an amazing violinist I met. Actually, she was in a Crank Lucas video. <laughs> yeah, she, she's absolutely another example of just DMV excellence. And uh, the track was done, was produced by um, ADST. He produced a lot of my uh, Nightlife album. And, uh, and Dre, ADST, uh, gave me this beat, and it was haunting. And I was like, you know what? Something else needs to be added to this. And we added the violinist. And uh, and uh, and I remember he was geeking out at the studio when we when we did it. Just it was such an impactful song, and it meant a lot to say it because I it's something that I had been tweeting and facebooking and complaining about in private and public all the time about how sometimes people seem to be their own worst enemy. And so I wanted to put that in in a music form. That's beautiful. It comes from the 2020 album, The Nightlife, that won the Whammy Award for Best Rap Album. And it is available to purchase on Night Train 357's Bandcamp page, both digitally and on the vinyl. All the vinyl heads need to get that in their lives. What uh, what do you have coming up for new music releases? Uh, You've mentioned a new uh, EP related to Cybertron. Yes, um, I am. It's a it's a passion project. All of it's a passion project, but I'm working on Mikes of Cybertron. Um, it's going to be primarily produced by Edward As Is of Cat Sides of the Cosmos. Um, it's going to be uh, 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 mostly Transformer nerd references. So the other al- the other project I'm working on is I've been working on a horror movie. Horror movie. 
Yes. What is the premise? There is a ghost out there somewhere in Ellicott City, and her name is Daria Mayfair. And Daria is um, the ghost of haunts these woods, and some people say that she clings on to their lover, or her lover, or who she claims to be her lover, and she can drive them crazy. And it's actually a remix to one of the songs in the nightlife um, called Drive Me Crazy. And so I, I got with my friend um, Kat Norris. She's like one of my closest friends. So we came up with this idea of creating a horror movie for the remix to the song, which we're going to play today. And uh, that's going to be coming out on October 8th. And the two lead actresses, because she's driving a girl crazy, not me. Uh, she's driving a girl crazy. So it's a, it's got a little bit of, um, you know, LGBTQ plus aspirations to it. We want to do something that was really unique. And she came up to me and said, how about a, I'm stalking a girl instead of a guy? I was like, okay. And shout out to uh, Chelsea Ray, Chelsea Utah. She's um she's playing an investigative reporter who's trying to find out about this ghostly specter at the, I believe it's called Hell's Altar, which is a part of a haunted wood in Ellicott City, which we recorded at, which was very creepy. So um, thank you guys very much. Uh, the last song that we play is going to be the first time anybody gets to hear it. The actual video and the song will be available on streaming on October 8th. Hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> we want to thank our friends at the Loose Foundation Center at the Smithsonian American Art Museum. Please go visit them when the time is right. And we want to thank Night Train 357 for giving us some awesome music on this episode. Uh, please go to the Bandcamp page, follow on social media. And one more thing, I'll be joining some of the current and past curators of the Loose Unplugged series, including City Papers' Matt Cohen and DC Music Download's Stephanie Williams for a panel discussion webcast on Friday, October 1st at 6 p.m. It's called For the Record, 10 Years of Loose Unplugged at the Smithsonian American Art Museum. If you're a fan of the Loose Unplugged series or DC Music in general, I hope you can tune in for some cool discussion and reminiscences. So thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we'll, and we'll see, see you, you all, all, next, all time. next time. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Night Train 
But I keep hooking up with these crazy women They drive me crazy Please don't shame Don't make them move, make them cry Make them put their hands up in the sky I wanna show, let me know Relax yourself and let the sugar low flow Make them move, make them cry Make them put their hands up in the sky I wanna show, let me know Relax yourself and let the sugar low flow Nicole, Christina, Trent, Tulsip, Trudy, Courtney, Cecily, and Prowess Dior, Annie, Shani, Shelly, Addie Tonya, Akimi, Perry, Rabia, Johnny, Maggie, Amy. I love everybody, even, even if you drive me crazy. crazy. Uh, uh, I had to add a little extra. Uh, you know.